Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. How are we lads? Con Mort here. Mayo Are Back. Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts I've ever heard. It's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking. Just wanted to say uh, Mayo Are Back. How do? Pope Francis here. Mayo Are Back. Mayo Are Fucking Back. Let them say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Hello and how do you do? Welcome to the Mayo are back Christmas special 2018. You're all very welcome. Thank you for joining us and a Merry Christmas to one and all. Merry Christmas to you, Fat Larry. Happy Christmas to you too. And Merry Christmas, JP. Oh, fabulous Christmas, guys. (laughs) I must say, guys, if I don't see you, a Happy New Year to you now as well. And many happy returns. Absolutely. And many peaceful returns. You having a good Christmas? That's not bad now. You know, it's been a... It's been an exciting couple of months, and we're looking forward to uh, what promises to be another big year ahead, so there's no reason to be in bad form. What are you looking forward to most about 2019? To be honest, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this new Mayo management team gets on. I was really, really happy when I woke up this morning. I got the must-have Mayo gift for Christmas 2018, oh. I got 30 multicolored cones. Ooh! I'm telling you, 2019 is going to be the year of the cone. I actually think that that's what new Mayo trainer Daniel Ford asked for on his Santee list. And I think he probably, hopefully, woke up to a stocking filled with brand spanking new cones as well this morning. What a lovely gift. I'm telling you, it's going to be a great year. The county is going to be literally covered with cones. Now, you know... The appointment for, of James Horn and Danny Ford as Mayo manager, uh, joint managers, it spells bad news for Castlebar Mitchells, as we all know. But despite the fact that Danny is a big North Mayo inbred, it's going to be really good news for South Mayo. Oh, and in partic- how do you figure? And in particular, Hollymount Caramore. It's going to be a really great year for Darren and Stephen Cohn. Hollymount Barrymore has some of the most cones per capita in the whole county. Those guys are going to be instant starters on the team next year, which I know all of our fans will be very happy about. We touched on it before that Fordo could be the man to get the most out of the cones. Well, I mean, if anyone is going to do it, it's going to be the king of the cone. I must say, guys, as we're sitting here around the Christmas dinner table, there's a really festive atmosphere, I must say, isn't there? There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. You know, the Christmas season is here. Uh, The season of goodwill. Listen, you might have seen, you know, a couple of days ago, Mayo GA released uh, a little a little video there, and it was uh, we 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 have to say we were really happy to see the boys, our boys. What were they doing? They were practicing their fisting. It was a great video to show you how to fist it. That should be shown to the youth all around Ireland. Do you know what? I think it's just a blatant example of Mayo GA trying to win us over by posting these sort of subliminal videos. They're trying to appeal to our inner inbred. They know how much of a role fisting plays in the game. and They're trying to trick us and make us happy with all these fisting videos when the real problem needs to come out the problem of Mayo team sacking manger it's a joke something that's not discussed enough in my opinion 
We need to get back to the cold hard facts. Ballyhane Clubhouse. <laughs> Christmas time, it's good to think of those less fortunate. Think of those people who are maybe out of a job or maybe having to start a new job in a new county because circumstances decided that they were not, they were, you know, surplus to, you know, requirements in, you know, the county of their birth. Ego players. Like, at this time of year, the mind just naturally drifts towards people like Pat and Noel. I mean, it's the natural reaction for everyone, really, you know. What else mm. would you like be Santa. thinking about at this time of year? You know, but fair play to Rachi. I mean, he's walking into a team there who have not won but two marquee forwards, two more than we'll ever have. I think Rocky could do a great job up there in Donegal. We must extend our Christmas wishes and hearty congratulations to Kevin McLaughlin and Chris Barrett, who tied the knot recently. A civil ceremony. It was very civil as far as I gather. They have been together a long time. They've actually been playing with each other for years and years, I think. And it was since great. they were both under Horan. Do you it remember when they that- were under him? The two of them actually wore half-and-half Mayo jerseys to symbolise both the feminine role and the masculine role. A pink and a green jersey. I think that should bond the two gentlemen closer together. And I think it's probably a positive. And moving forward, more Mayo players should marry each other. Just for that little bit of extra chemistry and that little bit of of consistency on the pitch. Fisting spirit. As far as I know, Chris Barrett, he prefers to do it on his back. Because he's a back. And Kevin McLaughlin always prefers to be up top. And it works well together. They have different needs. So they complement each other really well. Speaking of Chris Barrett and Christmas gifts, the Elf on the Shelf craze seems to have run its course. But we have a few uh, new ideas to make ideal stocking fillers if anyone has um, left things a little bit late this year and they need to pick up a present. We showed you on our Instagram at Mayor Back. We had the Drake on a cake. Mr. Steal Your Girl. We had Chris Barrett on a carrot. And we had, of course, our personal favourite, Homelly on a welly. There must have Mayo gifts for uh, the Mayo inbred in your life. And we recommend Christmas. going out and getting those Mayo gifts because if you're sitting at home waiting for your Cordia Mayo card and expecting something to come with that, you can think again. Because that ship has sailed, honey. You're buying that Cordia Mayo every single year and you're not getting fuck all back from now anymore. You got your scarf and your little A4 travel sack back in year one. But they've packed that in. They're not giving out anything else now. Maybe actually they might give out one of those uh, cool camp outfits from 2012 that they're signed, trying to get rid of. Maybe that would make a nice Cordia Mayo addition for next season. You know, I'm also very concerned over the Christmas period as well. Last year we saw Mayo GA do some really good fundraising. They were raising some money through the sale of nude Mayo GA calendars. Now this year I've been very concerned to see that they're actually donating the money they've raised to charitable causes. Oh. I feel this is, this is a big worry uh, if we're going to compete against the likes of Dublin and Galway and the likes... We can't be as giving with our with our resources. I think it's a disgrace. I also it's a disgrace to see Mayo GA players visiting the sick in the Mayo University Hospital when they should be out training. That made my stomach turn and like 
this is an important time of the year for pre-season training. Pre-season is the only time of the year where you can do your pre-season training. And the FDDB League is coming up in what? Little under two weeks? And they're wasting precious training time going into the hospital. What if somebody caught, caught a bug in there and got sick and weren't able to play against Leitrim and Pork Sean McDermott? Like what would we do? Like, let's look, we're... FBD League coming around the corner. What happens if someone like Evan Regan or Connor Loftus was to pick up a bug? That would be, be detrimental for our campaign. It could be their season finished before it even starts. And it would spread because with the new fisting drills that they're doing under Fordo, when you're fisting the ball to one, you're fisting the flu to There's your so teammates. much hand contact, yeah. That's it's very all, true. I never thought about that. It's very dangerous, actually, what Ford is making them do. I think he should be sacked. You know, but he's gone in there and he's really put the foot down. I hear he's uh, he set a eleven thirty curfew on all the Mayo players for the 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 Christmas, and he's added them all on Snapchat to make sure they're not out drinking. Now, if you were a Mayo player, would you go out drinking over Christmas? No, I wouldn't. I should hope not. Because. I would be ashamed to be showing my face around. So what do you massaging say? Massaging my ego. What do you say then, Fat Larry, to the Mayo players who do go out drinking over the Christmas period? I think they ought to have a long, long look at themselves. They should be at home. They they should be at home, eating right, living the life, training, training sleeping, training, eating. Do you to, think to bed? I tell you to the gym. If you look at Dublin, they wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't be doing it. They wouldn't be doing it. But but we seem to be doing it down here. And that's why we... They have all the All-Irelands. We yeah. have no All-Irelands. Yeah. We have a lot to prove. So we need to be we need to be working a lot harder. I've, I've always questioned the desire of these Mayo players. I think they're, they're a disgrace. Now more so than ever it needs to be questioned. I mean, 2018 was a season that just made my stomach turn from start to finish. And if they don't come back with something better in 2019... I think it could be the bloody end of them altogether. Now, we have a little treat for the listeners. We're going to head over to... How are you, John Mohan? Sorry, carry on. We're going to head on to the next segment of the podcast, which is the Great Mayo Manger Off. Yes, it's based on the Great British Bake Off, but it's going to be a selection of Mayo Mangers battling it out. And we're down to the last three. The Great Mayo Mange Off. The last three contestants in the Great Mayo Mange Off are James Horan, Stephen Rockford, and Pat Holmes and Noel Kennelly, who are taking part as a, a duo. They're a joint ticket mangement. Siamese mangers. The task for the three teams today in the final is to devise a game plan that would be capable of beating Dublin. No mean feat, no easy task, I know, but it's over to the three gentlemen now to put their plans into place, and we'll hear from them very shortly. We're going to head now around, and we're going to see how our contestants are getting on. James, how are things? Hi, guys, yeah. How are things coming along with your plan? Yeah, coming on good here. I'm just, it's not about having the plan ready. It's more about the process of being involved in the plan. My plan to beat Dublin is as follows. Process. Performance. Jim O'Shea. Improvement. Skills. Fluid attacking football. Coca-Cola. Young, enthusiastic guys. Improvement. Ambition. Ballantubber. 
Thank you very much, James. We'll go back to you now at the end. Keep going there. Your sound very, very good at the moment. Now we'll head over to contestant number two. Pat and Noel, how are we getting on, guys? Oh, listen, you know, we're getting on really, really well. Just could hold on one second. Noel. Fuck it, Noel. What is it, Pat? Where's the plan, Noel? I thought you had a plan. No, I told you to bring it. What? You, I told you to bring the plan from the bathtub. Not again. Don't tell me. Oh, jeez. Remember the last time. You don't mean to tell me you took the rubber duck and you left the plan in the hotel. They put us out on our bum the last time. What are we going to do? Can you remember anything that it said on us? I think I remember. It said something about Drake. Play Drake. Don't play Drake. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. We'll go with that. So we are going to start Drake. And it's a work in progress, and we'll be hopefully we'll get it at the end. I'll be right back to you guys. Keep keep working out there. Keep working. Things seem to be moving quite quite all right there. So we'll come back to you. Finally, we're going to go to our third contestant, our youngest contestant, Stephen Rochford. Stephen, how is uh, how is your plan coming along? Look, guys, the plan I'm absolutely under no illusions as to how the plan's come along at the moment. I know that the plan is going to have to be set down in a certain particular type of way, and whichever which way the plan is set, that's going to be the way which the plan is going to be enacted over the course of the performance on any given day. And I'm under absolutely no illusions as to how much planning has to go into this plan. And I've, you know, mentally prepared and planned this plan before I've even come here to present the plan, if you understand what I mean. So I'm under no illusions about today, and I'm feeling very confident that I'm not going to be ousted this time very good so you've used up most of your allotted time there Stephen but it sounds pretty good so with time now up we are going to go over to our celebrity judge who's been deliberating away and he is going to pick his plan to beat the dubs John Mahon you're very welcome gonna just say guys Gotta commend all three contestants here in the ring today. You know, three guys that probably, I suppose, are trying to compete to become the second best manager in Mayo. I think it's no doubt about who the best Mayo manager ever has been. The man who's lost three, not one, not two, but three All-Ireland Finals. And uh, we're well on our way to maybe losing another one with Offaly this year. It's going great, guys. It's going absolutely great. So, John... We come to the most important part of the night. Hmm. Who have you chosen to devise the plan to beat the dubs? Paranol! <laughs> Very good. Well done. <laughs> well, oh, buddies. Uh, excellent. Well, that is the result we all Thanks wanted. Thank you very much, John. <laughs> and of course, uh, that wasn't biased at all, even though John and Pat are good friends. I think their plan was the best. Listen... There were some minor holes, it needs to be said. Maybe the pla- the fact that they didn't have the plan at all, but I like it. I think it could work. There was, I mean, there was a real emphasis on bringing on Mikey Sweeney for the last 10 minutes. I mean, that was one thing they were really, really, they were really certain on. And that, I think, probably was what won over the judges, and that probably what decided it in the end. They were certain, they knew what they wanted, they want Sweeney, they want Drake... So they, they got him. don't want Andy Moore. Pass it. You know, if to be a top manager, you've got to be decisive. So I think it's a good choice. I think we can all safely say that Pat and Noel have won the award. It's the best, the greatest Mayo Mangers ever. And a nice little gift for them to pick up this Christmas. They'll be celebrating with that with John long into the wee hours tonight, I'd say. Thanks very much again to the three gentlemen for taking part this evening. 
to Stephen, to James and to Pat and Noel. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, I suppose after that, it's, we've had our dinner. We're feeling quite full. We've got all our presents. Um, anyone want to pull a Christmas cracker with me? Okay. All right, let's go. Oh, there's a little joke in here. Would you like to hear it? Okay. What Mayo senior footballer lives in the North Pole? Fergal Lapland. There's a double... Here we got another one here. Uh, what Mayo senior footballer is the coldest player on the team? Burkafriki. Oh, yeah, I like this one. I like this one. What Mayo player has been secretly calling the shots for the last number of seasons? Killian O'Connor. <laughs> That's my personal favourite. Do you think it's doing us any favours having our players out singing Christmas carols on Saturday? Again, the whole flu thing. Like, they're going to catch a cold. It's just not what you need. Mixing with the peasants of Mayo. I wouldn't mind if they, like, if you're going to sing carols, at least sing them properly. Like, I saw some, some of the younger players there were, made a little bit of a joke out of the whole thing. Are you serious? Yeah. So it, Skitting and laughing and... Not showing due respect to the Christmas carols. Yeah. That's not on. They'd want to have a good, hard, long look at themselves over the Christmas and evaluate what they're at, where they're at, and whether this football career is for them. Because there's a handful of them there now. There's a few of them there that are hanging around now. They've been the ones to watch for a bit long, in my opinion. And they know who they are. I wouldn't mind watching them getting dropped. How are you, Brian? Brian Reap. Happy Christmas. So on the topic of the five Mayo Christmas songs, the Christmas carols, we're going to be counting down our top five Mayo Christmas carols. Coming in at number five, we have Deck the Halls with Boughs of Hollymount and Caramore. Coming in at number four, we have The First Noel, a song about Noel Connelly. Coming in at number three, We Wish You a Merry Fistmas. Number two is Last Christmas. I gave you an interview with the Irish Independent. And this is the number one song, uh, Mayo Chris, the number one Mayo Christmas card for 2018 and possibly every year. It's called Away With The Mangers. And we're going to play a beautiful, beautiful version that the Mayo team sang outside Elvery's in Castlebar last Saturday. Away with the mangers, no room for two heads. They met in the clubhouse, you're finished, they said. The players had their say, oh, Melly were sacked. And that was the founding of Mayo are back. Wow, aren't they beautiful singers, those Mayo panellists? I think that was Donald Drake, Quaylon Crow and Robbie Heleni. Uh, maybe Remy Durkin might have been there in the background as well. He's quite a good... Strumming himself. Yeah, I reckon that's why he, the reason he's on the Mayo squad. And yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful singing, beautiful voices from one and all. Listen, guys, a fabulous young crop oh, of guys. I mean, you know. I think we've got to look elsewhere. We've got to look for the divine. And under the current structure. Fluid type football, mainly fisting, 
What about the extra monies? When I hear this, guys, it just makes me sick. Male GAA, are, they're just completely genderfied right now. They're, they're so mainstream, it's disgusting. They need to go back, you know, they need to yeah. become a bit more hipster. They need I to think. go back to their gender fluid ways in 96. That was well, I suppose, even though the Christmas season is upon us. These are very volatile times, of course, in the political sphere. Of course, uh, Senator Anal Dinnell has been making a lot of waves... Uh, around over the past few weeks and He's even got a new website You know he's really stepping things up a gear now But I think his latest Political move Is a very dangerous Stunt. one and You know it's very concerning over Christmas As we face into the Possibility of a Brexit. A Brexit? Yes so As we all know Alan Dillon is a native of Ballyhane which is within the parish of Brafie so technically, he should be playing for the Mafia. So what he is proposing is a vote to remove Ballyhane from the parish of Brafy and move it into the parish of his beloved Ballantubber. Oh my God. What a scumbag. So these are, these are, you know, these are dangerous times. If I was Senator Dillon Dole now, I'd be threading very carefully along that. That's a thin line I'd be threading now. I wouldn't like to be upsetting the the people of Ballyhane and the knock-on effect that could have on the economy in the future. I think that could lose them a lot of votes. And of course, we all know that's why you have to do anything in life anymore for votes. Is it any surprise that Ballyhane is going to be annexed into Ballantubber? Well, I mean, there's been a lot of political conflict there. It's been the epicentre of a lot of conflict in recent times. You know, There's been comparisons made between Ballyhane and the Gaza Strip for the high levels of violence that's taking place from natives on either side. I mean, you only need to cast your mind back to September 2015. Mm. We all know what happened then. But for those of you who don't know, and there'll be plenty of you who don't know, in 2015... This is important now, listen up. For those of you who haven't heard this, uh, us tell this story before, uh, the Mayo senior football team held a vote of no confidence within Ballyhane Clubhouse in then joint Mayo management team Pat Holmes and Noel Kennelly. And it was a disgrace. And it's something that we still like to talk about a lot. And it's something that a lot of Mayo players have come up to us in private and said that they really, really regretted it. That Pat and Noel were the two men to bring home the Mon Arnold to County Mayo. But the egos that be, the powers that be lurking in the shadows, thought different. I mean, we have to remember as well, if it wasn't for Pat and Noel, we wouldn't have David Drake. Who, of course, played his first game of football under Pat and Noel. 2015 All-Ireland semi-final replay, wasn't it? That it was. was. the first time he kicked that the ball. Was, David yeah. was actually scheduled to play in the Cumberland Bunskill at half-time. But Pat and Noel saw his famous name and said, Do you know what? That guy's worth a goal. They saw a lot of potential. i tell you what happened, actually. It was Pat and Noel had been... They had feared for their job at that stage. And they knew the key role that Andy Moran would play in the upcoming vote that would happen. Adney Mornan was one of the big swing voters in the region. They he knew was. if they could get him on side, they might have had a chance a to actually keep swinger. their job. But I suppose for every Andy Moran, there's an Alan Dillon, an Aidan O'Shea and a Killian O'Connor. So it wasn't and the to be. sheep in behind them. <laughs> and of course, 
Andy being David Drake's cousin, and of course Andy Moore being married to David Drake's sister, listen, and a key holder of Ballyhane Clubhouse. Listen, is David can... Drake married to his own cousin? Yes, but nothing wrong with it. It's Balladrine. I don't care if Drakey knows a lot of people. Drakey, Drakey deserves to be in there. Drakey puts up good stuff, you know, and he trains really hard. So I'm, I'm sick of people saying that he was only in there because of Andy Mornan. Drakey also goes to training too with Andy. I would have a message though for the men and women of Mayo. If your girlfriend happens to be attending the movement, I'd be very worried. Watch out. Between Andy, Dougie, Donald, Joe, and the other two lads. How are you lads? It's a fertile breeding There's a good ground. chance that one of them is having a go. So be careful. I even heard in the Mayo camp that Donald Drake has a sex addiction problem. But keep that quiet. I was supposed to keep that down low. I have a good, under good authority. He wrote his letter to Santi asking for RuPaul's latest drag costume. He said he wants to wear it for his next bout of cross-dressing down in the movement that he's going to be doing. A big cross-dresser is our Drakey. Other Mayo players who were asking Santi for things. I think Evan Regan was looking for a new protein shaker from Santi. And I know Aidan O'Shea had written away hoping to get a set of plastic goalposts for his back garden so he could practice a bit. To practice his field goals. And we also think of Mayo players as well who are no longer with us and who are overseas. So a big hello and a big happy Christmas to you, the Grand Watho. Happy Christmas, Barry. Have a, have a Christmas. We miss you. Great news, I suppose, coming out over the Christmas is that Barry has actually gave his uh, card to James Durkin. Christmas present. I think this is a bad thing because James is actually getting fit as a fiddle, cycling behind Paddy's car. But now he's got his own car. I think he's going to turn into a bit of a lazy old spud inside. Well, doesn't that always happen when the players go from, you know, that second tier of hard-working, honest Mayo players... When they go from that second tier up to a tier one, a premium Mayo player, a PMP. What I've seen in my experience is it can go to their head, really. You don't get the same work rate and desire as you had before. It becomes more about the promotional deals and the endorsements than it does about winning Connacht finals. We're facing into interesting times as well, I suppose, in 2019 with this new crop of young under-21 players coming into the Mayo squad. All big fans and friends of ours. And I think it's going to be Fine interesting guys. to see over the big next boys. few months how that dynamic shifts. So we're talking about good friends of ours like, of course, Brian Reap. Of course. Uh, Connor Dickskin. Ryan um, O'Donoghue, another big fan of the page. And his, his nephew Owen. Like, it'll be interesting to see as these guys become more of a a mainstay in the Mayo squad. Will they be... As friendly with us. Well, I have it under good authority that James Horgan has already got in a clinical sports psychologist to try and help the Mayo team and to try and train them and try and make them comfortable enough to be able to not listen to this podcast and not get too down about some of the comments that are in it. I know there was a couple of players in the past who have been very seriously affected by some of the comments on here. They've been very seriously affected by... Uh, some of the things they've heard on this podcast and we would hate to think that we're making the Mayo players sad or nervous for any reason at all you know we're just here to uh, just to keep everyone up to standard you know 
I hear Horan reckons as well that as the best of all the Mayo managers that he's going to be able to keep us quiet. Apparently he's he's a he's employed a one man in particular to come and stop us from doing our good work. So that'll be He has the Goonie tunes after us. <laughs> now I tell you guys, it's not a happy Christmas for everyone. Not everyone is having a nice day. <clears throat> spending time with family and friends, opening up the presents. No, 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 not everyone is having a good day. Because a lot of children in County Mayo who woke up this morning without a visit from the big man, you may or may know what, not know what I'm talking about or who I'm referring to here. I'm talking about any child from Mayo that went onto the pitch in McHale Park, either before, during or after any of the games at the latter stages of the county final. These children, I think we touched on it earlier on in the season, these children are a fucking disgrace. And You're dead right. You know, in some cultures, children who are bold, that don't receive Santi gifts, they wake up and they have coal in their stocking. Well, I've been reliably informed that Mayo's version of Santi, yes, that's right, the man who rides around in the big green and red kit van, has been calling door to door with sods of turf. And he's been giving a sod of turf to each and every single child that stepped foot on McHale Park pitch last year. What made it even sadder for the children was they had to pay for the turf. And if they were really bold, he also gave them one of the leftover calendars from last year. So I suppose it gets to that nice time of the evening now where the, all the organisation and all that has been put to one side, the dinner has been at, and now we can just sit around and just loosely talk a lot of shit. Which I think we like to do. Right, let's get started with Dermot Butler. Dermot Butler, okay, he's got a name, but I would class this guy as one of the faceless people in Mayo GA. I don't know what his face looks like. I've never seen him before, but yeah, time and time again, we see his name cropping up, giving interviews. And this is what was said at the latest convention, the Mayo GA um, Academy of Ineptitude, the county board. <clears throat> Dermot says... With regards to the departure of Stephen Rochford, some of the comments on social media directed at the Cunty Broad surrounding the departure of Stephen were totally unnecessary and were what I would call faceless people who did not know the full facts. <clears throat> it never ceases to amaze me that Mayo continually wash their dirty linen in public. Would Dublin or Kerry do the same? I doubt it very much. That's the statement from Dub Dermot Butler. I've got one question. Would Dublin or Kerry show consistent idiotic behaviour from their county board, both in the selecting and sacking of three consecutive mangers? Would they show such little respect to the people of the county? And, you know, it, whatever they get sent to them on social media... Whoever is sending it, I don't actually, I don't specifically know. But whatever they get sent to them on social media, it's not half enough. Because they're not doing half good enough of a job. They're a disgrace. And they make my stomach turn any time I think of this county board. Jeremy Butler doesn't even have dial-up. He'd want to go on social media and look at a couple of tweets we'll be putting out about him now over the course of 2019. Because... Social media is absolutely 100% necessary for this Mayo team. If there was no social media, the Mayo County Board would have ordered 100 suits and not 50 for last year's All-Ireland Final. And listen, guys, you know, I mean, you might think we're being a little bit cutting here, but we're only doing it for the betterment 
of Mayo GA. If nobody calls out the inadequacies in Mayo GA, who's going to do it? Are we going to continue to lose all Ireland's year in, year out? Would you rather we allowed this problem to fester and nobody said anything if we practised the policies of the ostrich and kept our heads in the ground for the situation? How are you, Seamus? But look, there's nothing faceless about us, guys. You know who we are. You know where to find us. We'll tell you our names any day. My name is TJ. You can contact me at at or back on Twitter or on Instagram or you can write me a letter. I don't care. I'm Fat Larry and I contested an All-Ireland final in the 1980s. I'm JP, I'm an accountant. We have JP to cook the books for us. Much like the Mayo... I suppose we want to distance ourselves from the Mayo County Board for one moment and we're in the process of hopefully bringing you a little calendar. Much like the rush job calendar that was brought to you last year by our friends in the Mayo County Board... Money, I suppose money, the only money. difference the only difference between us and them would be we must money, be the first money, money. the first non-profit organization in Mayo GEA history. We're the only ones that aren't doing this to make as much money and get as much personal and financial gain as we can. Cash. County broad cash. Now, I'll say one more thing about the social media. He'll give out about people who are at home sending in tweets expressing their opinion. But I don't see them trying to put any pressure on finding out who their actual county board leak is. I mean, that's the real worry on Twitter. I wouldn't worry about the nasty comments. I'd worry about all the facts that are getting out. And I'd be looking around if I was a county broad member. I'd be looking at some of my fellow delegates. Jeremy Butler, number one on the list. Yeah, I'd say he's the leak. Those with the most to hide shout the most. I wouldn't be throwing stones from glass mayo houses if I were ye. Which one is it? We're coming to get ye. The mayo are back cold case investigates team could be called out for in January for a little bit of an audit. And we would have no problem at all doing it, guys. We're always here, always willing and ready to lend a hand whenever we can and help in any way. All for the betterment of Mayo GAA. We have very little to do now other than get to... Some of the questions that have come in from the Mayo are back. Staunchly, staunchly inbred faithful. And we have a couple of questions that we'd like to read out. I'd like to read them out and get the two gurus here beside me, get their take on them. And there was some nasty texts that won't be read out. Yeah, they came in via private message a couple of weeks back from Ballantubber direction, we'll say. Scum. Nasty, nasty texts. Okay, we have our little selection of questions. The first one I've got for you guys. What has James Horan asked Santi for this Christmas? Process. Charisma. Logistic management. 100,000 euros in cash. From Mayo fans overseas. And a marquee forward? Mm, That's a bit unrealistic. I can get that now. A fully fit Tom Parsons. Now that is a Christmas gift indeed. Next up. Hi, it's Luigi from Ballyhonus. Hello. Hello, Luigi. I just want to you guys to give Fint and Ruddy a big happy Christmas from me. 
Fenton, Roddy, have an absolutely brilliant Christmas. Happy Christmas We to love you. you, Fenton. We love you, Fenton. And Luigi, good on you for reminding us and using this platform to get the, the message out there. Happy Christmas, Fenton. Feliz Navidad, Luigi. Next question. I'm just going to take rapid answers. You can both answer at the exact same time for this. We'll see what comes out. Which parish has the highest percentage of inbreds per capita? Ballantubber. Unanimous. Very rarely are we unanimous here, but... We are for this one. Next question. If Mayo were an animal, what animal would they be? A cat. A cat? Why do you say a cat? I want to change my answer. I want to say a drake. Will we all answer this question? Fat Larry, if Mayo were an animal, what animal would they be? A drake. Why? Because Donald Drake is Andy Moran's brother-in-law. What animal do you think Mayo would be? It'd be a dog. Why? They're all bitches. What do you think? I think Mayo is a cat. Because our team is full of pussies. Next question. What's in your Christmas stocking? What was in your Christmas stocking this morning, gentlemen, when you got up? No. I myself personally had Cora Staunton's new book. Connor Mortimer's old book. And I had a piece of toilet roll. And I was really deciding which to use for which throughout the course of the day. It's a it's a toss up now between the three of them, and Fat Larry, this one is for you. What are the chances Mayo will be in an All Ireland final? Not very good. Slim, I would say. Is the Flying Doctor going to get a sponsored jet for Christmas this year? That's a good question. Personally, I don't think he will. I think the Flying Doctor comes from an era of. It's a bygone era. Footballers gone by in the past that used to play because. They loved football, they loved representing where they were from, and they loved representing the people of their county. I suppose now it's more a case of, you know, getting the flashiest car, or or the coolest boots, or the best endorsement deal, you know. And they're all driving around their sponsored wheels, That's there's no doubt about that. But the Flying Doctor, no. That man is from a, he's from a special time when football was about more than just the money. You have all these lads complaining about commuting home from Dublin for training, but he was commuting home from Hollywood. Mm. And no bother to him. He was a movie star. Now, Donald Vaughan couldn't commute from Ballinrobe to Castlebar for training. He was complaining about that, so they need to take a long look at themselves. He might need the jet. Well, it's a bloody disgrace, I tell you. What do we care about at this stage? One date... One date in my mind, one event in my mind, January 6th, Pork Sean McDermott, County Leitrim. I'm salivating at the thought. The first round of the biggest, most important ever preliminary competition in the history of 2019, the FBD Knockout Championship. I think if Mayo don't win that opening game against Leitrim, you may as well forget about it for the season. Andy did say it's the most important game of the season. It's probably the last important game that Andy will ever play in. So I hope he brings his A game to Pork Sean McDee. Last question that's in is who do you think have been the best players that Mayo have unearthed during James Horan's extensive and strenuous 100-man training camp BBQ trial game weekend bonanza? Jason Doherty. Andy Moran and Keith Higgins showed up really well, as did Richie Feeney. Oh, it's great to unearth a couple of new names this time of the year. Alan Freeman. I hear uh, Jason Gibbons played really well 
and he'll be back in the team, which is great. Um, as well as Kenneth O'Malley. One guy who I thought was a bit hard done by was Brian Maloney. I wonder, reliably informed, he didn't even get asked to go to the trials. Bloody disgrace. Oh, it makes me sick. And there's some things that you can't change. All you can do is give out about them. And Mayo GA is one of those things. So, that's what we're going to continue to do now into the wee hours tonight. We'll have a, a couple of Christmas drinks. We'll have our Jukine Nullock. A few, a few cold beers. Cold, cold beers. Down in the bloody county town. I'd say we'll get a bit more... We'll be a bit more liberal with our tongue now once we've turned off this bloody recording equipment. That's it. It's been a pleasure. That's enough for another year. Thanks for joining us. A happy Christmas to one and all. You've been a credit. You've been absolutely fabulous. It's been an interesting 2018. And personal personal levels, it's been our best year yet. I suppose in the Mayo, Mayo camp is probably the opposite. In fact, it's the worst season they've had in a long time. But, you know, we should be able to coexist and thrive together. You know, hopefully 2019 will be the year that Mayo are back and Mayo GA come together. And come into each other and start to work together. Do you know what I mean? What do you reckon, Chelsea? Be up for that? County Broad, if you're listening, we're only ever a little message away. Uh, there's nothing else to say except how do. And any happy returns. Any happy returns, indeed. Happy New Year if I don't see have a good have a Christmas. Like the ones I used to know. Where those streets up listen and listen to hear sleigh bells in the snow. So then I, I, I am dreaming of a white Christmas With every Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright Yeah.